Tuesday Travel on the Hard Shoulder. Brought to you by Emirates. Taking you to tropical paradise with twice daily flights from Dublin to Dubai and beyond. Visit emirates.com. Fionn Davenport is back. Fionn, where are we jetting off to this week? We are going to the Emirati city of Dubai. Oh, I've never been. Never been to Indeed. Dubai. Not even on a stopover, which is how most people experience it. Yeah, and I remember the first time I went was 20 years ago now. Was it? Yeah. What was it like 20 years ago? So this is it. A vastly changed place. So it was, there was downtown Dubai, which is kind of original Dubai. So imagine a fishing port. Okay. That was like busy doing trade, you know, in the Gulf, in the, okay. in the, in the... Um, like Kilmore Key with headscarves. Pretty much. Yeah. That's actually well put. And then, so with the oil development and so it grows up. So you have downtown Dubai, but then up around where the where the palm are, these artificial islands. Yes. Then you have this road, the road basically that, that links Dubai with Abu Dhabi. There was like all of a sudden the skyscraper development. But in between the two, it was just kind of flat land. And you, at one point, there must have been 100 skyscrapers being built mm. at one time. And now if you go... It's a hugely developed city. It really is. It's testament to what you can do if you have unlimited cash and very few planning concerns. <laughs> okay, um, well, go on. We'll talk about all the different stuff you can do there. But in terms of getting there, I so mean, I mentioned Emirates. stopovers. Yeah. So obviously Emirates, it's the national airline of Dubai. They fly twice daily. Now, it's worth bearing in mind that you can go at 2.15. So the two flights are 2.15 p.m. and 10.05 p.m. Okay. One arrives at midnight and the other one arrives at 8.30 the next day. So ideally, you go overnight. So arrive yeah. early in the morning. I mean, having said that, you can arrive at midnight, go straight to your hotel and sleep it off. Yeah, are you good to sleep on a plane? No. Okay, yeah, neither no. am I. No, so, so, but there is, so there's that option. The return flights are... A slightly more civilised, 7.15, get in at 12, and okay. then quarter past three, which gets in at 10 past eight. Okay. Um, when in the year should I go to now, Dubai? Look, the, the kind of key period is November to just ending now. So it's just kind of coming to the end of their high season. So temperatures are in the low 30s, and the, uh, but the attractions, the festivals, the beaches, they're at their fullest. And this is the busiest time. So November to now has been the busiest time. Um, once the the thermometer goes up, the prices come down. Now, remember, in July, temperatures soar into the high 40s. Okay. So you, you, you can't do anything else. See, it doesn't matter I, how good a deal you're getting then. You see, you can. That's okay, the thing. Yeah. And I have done it a couple of times. It's hard to, you don't want to be out for too much but you're obviously you want to be in the water or in an aircon and air, everywhere is aircon. But prices are much cheaper. Okay. Uh, much better hotel deals. It's not ideal. It's very dry heat. So bear that in mind. So it's not as if you're going to out there sweating away. So okay. it's got that desert heat. But but it is hot. Like like there's something crazy about going out and, you know, mad dogs and Irish men, Irish travel <laughs> journalists going out in the midday sun. But like um, there is that sense. Like I, I, I don't think it's one of those things. It's like, but under no circumstances you shouldn't go. Okay. Just bear that in mind. If you can handle that kind of heat, then absolutely. And there's good not? deals to be had. Great deals In terms of flights, costs and, and yeah. accommodation and everything. How much are we looking yeah, at actually? Now Dubai is, like Dubai is, I guess how long is a piece of string? So on average... Like you're, you should budget between 160 to 220 euro a day for a hotel room. Now, if you want five star out of this world, you know, quadruple that. Yeah. But, you know, then you know, so you're not, 
if if you can afford that, you're not that worried about the yeah, yeah. Um, eighty euro for an upmarket dinner for two, which compared to Irish prices, I think is really really good. Um, where things become a little pricier, although increasingly not so, is the nine euro roughly for a pint at a beachside bar. Mm, people would have been aghast at that, Fionn, only not a so few much years now. ago. We're, we're, we're fast catching up on them. Temple Bar. And it is worth pointing out, so, like, yes, you can drink in, it's served throughout the Emirates. This idea, yes, this is obviously a Muslim country, but it is very Western facing and very liberal for the Gulf states. Um but you can only drink in hotel restaurants and bars. Um, being drunk in public is a crime. Okay. So you have to be mindful of that. Authorities do not, they take a very dim view of anyone flouting those laws. Um, what about the dress code? So the dress code, see, Dubai is largely quite a tolerant place. So locals are quite polite. Um, Emiratis are very polite people mm-hmm. and uh, so they wouldn't point out your wardrobe faux pas um, <laughs> but modest dress So, and really it's not necessarily about covering your hair if you're a woman it's more about covering your shoulders and your knees okay. if you're both a woman and a man Okay. oh right yes that's the key so singlets and shorts aren't that cool just wandering about right and what I'm not Great for singlets, anyway. Yeah. But I would like to imagine myself wearing shorts. Why don't you wear um, Bahama shorts? Oh, the kind of—they're just below the knee. Yeah, they're I, fine. Okay, but really, like like a it's pair a of linen it's trousers. Like the, it's like the Vatican. When you go to exactly the when you go to the Vatican, if you have your shoulders out, there's there's people there with kind of these shawls, and they've given to you to cover your I shoulders. I have given that precise example many many times, and that's exactly right. And we don't get our knickers in a twist. We don't about get our knickers. Oh, but my freedom! It. It's like okay, if your freedoms. <laughs> you know, are impacted by having to wear a singlet, then you really need to reevaluate your sense of freedom. However, and, and that's Free it. the singlet. Free the singlet. But ultimately, that's it. Dubai is very Western facing. Tourism is the industry that they're primarily focused on and convention tourism. They want to be that kind of city in the Gulf that links the world. Okay. And they've done a really good job of it. So that's all the admin yeah. uh, sorted. Now, okay, so, when we get there, where are we going? What so are we going to do? Dubai is the, is the city or the, the emirate of superlatives. Bigger than, longer than, taller than, everything more than. And that's part of that thing. So everything they build is always like, you know, the world's biggest dancing fountain, you know, the world's biggest shopping mall and the world's biggest building. So the Burj Khalifa mm-hmm. is, uh, is like, think of like the most futuristic skyscraper you can or watch a Mission Impossible movie and see that they yes. use the Burj Khalifa. So 828 metres high. That is 160 odd metres shy of a kilometre in height. Mental. Yeah, it, it's absolutely mental. So, and the lift goes at like, I was going to say supersonic speed, but it's not. It's like in, this weird thing where like you go so fast that you're not fully aware. It, it's kind of cool. And um, it's got just like a couple of details and they love this is the stuff they love telling. Like 28,000 glass panels. Uh, it's got the highest outdoor observation deck in the world. The most floors at 120 odd or something. Uh, the highest occupied floor. And so the lift, obviously, as you can imagine, travels the longest distance of any lift in the world. The views from the top are pretty spectacular. Are they? Yeah. To, yeah on you a, can see the curvature of the earth. Is that true? Do you know what? In that summer haze, I've never seen it, but I would imagine that on a clear day, you might be able to. You certainly can see the horizon dip. Is wow. that is that Yeah, enough? that's the curvature yeah, of the earth. Yeah. Um, huge contrast. So Al-Fahidi, okay? So there's a restored heritage area in Burr, Dubai. Burr, Dubai is around the old 
port area, Kilmore Key, the yeah. old harbour, Kilmore Key. So what you have is much more kind of low lying but traditional courtyard buildings, as you would expect in that part of the world before the oil boom and before the big explosion of mm. construction. Um, so and and this is really quite a beautiful place to walk around in, and it's a it's a nice contrast to the kind of busier New York style of the rest of the city. So it's got this nice labyrinth of lanes, it's got arabesque windows, you've got beautiful decorated screens, everything you imagine, say for example, if you're walking through the narrow streets of Marrakesh or or other similar cities. Um, the Sheikh Mohammed Centre for Cultural Understanding has guided tours of the quarter that are surprisingly brilliant. And are there markets? Yes, the souk. So the souk is the is a classic Arab market. And so you get that kind of Arabian Nights flair if you go right into the historic core. And look, there's lots of different, the spice market, but the, the one that everyone kind of grab, grabs the headlines is the gold souk. So like, like okay, you mightn't be into and also remember that in that part of the world like 24 karat gold very kind of yellow gold is considered the most fashionable and the most beautiful so to us it seems a little holy moly look at that look at that bling and it's literally dripping from everywhere and it's just and particularly if you go in the evening times so any mm. of the souks but particularly and watch them haggle watch people haggle it's it's a it's an art form. I I would recommend to anybody. Look, if you're not going to spend money on I don't know a ring or like a bit of jewelry or whatever, yeah. like a little something that you can hang made out of gold, do it in the silk su- or in the silk souk or in the spice souk. Get into the haggling. And oh, remember I this. hate haggling, no, no, no. John. Kieran, I hate Kieran. it. Haggling is great fun. Westerners who aren't used to haggle, they get all stressed, so they get angry. And it's the craziest thing is getting angry. Never get angry. Always see it as is that like okay. The price you're going to settle on, so they're, you, they'll say a number, you say a third of that number, and over the course of a debate and a discussion, you'll settle on two-thirds of the original amount. Everybody wins. Oh, no, just make two-thirds the sticker price. No, you see, and look, in the end, it's no, about No, I hate it. Like, you won't convince me otherwise. In, in those, across North Africa and, and, and the Arab world, the, the, or the Asian world, the, the haggle is a negotiation and it's meant to be done in good faith and, and you just assume good things and it's fun and also as well as be prepared to walk away like, well, what's that hotel um, ah. like the say was it a seven star hotel is that well, what people yeah. used the to Burj claim the Burj Al Arab oh yes, yes. So the Burj Al Arab so it's kind of the, 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 the doyen of luxury in Dubai even though there are hotels that have kind of superseded it in terms yeah. of the, but the Burj, the Burj, even if you can't afford a room in the Burj, and 99% of us can't, like, I don't know, the room rate starts at like 800 bucks a night. Um, it's well worth booking afternoon tea, which is like 65 euro or something. But That's it's like not the, bad for no, afternoon tea. I mean, go to a five-star hotel here and, and, and prices are equivalent. But you, So you make your booking, otherwise you can't get into it. You can't just get in for a wander. And it's, you know, it's that classic, the sail shape. It's the, and, and it vaunted itself as the seven-star hotel, the first and only seven-star hotel in the world. And what it has is say... Were there six-star hotels? <laughs> yeah, it sounds like they, they, went, they skipped straight to seven, <laughs> they did didn't they? Skip, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's kind of a, It's hilarious. <laughs> it's like what you have is so, for example, on the suite floors where everything is in gold leaf and all the rest. Mm. So outside your room is a butler, is your dedicated butler who sits outside your room and you can, you know, give him a tinkle at three o'clock in the morning and go, what I want is I want a rare steak and sure enough, they'll bring you one. You know, that's that kind of thing. 
I've oh, never yeah. ever wanted a steak at three o'clock in the morning. In my yeah, life. I'd be a bit embarrassed. I wouldn't know what to do yeah. with the butler if I had one. Um, the other thing that Dubai, I'll get to kind of the thing that Dubai is famous for, it's shopping because duty-free shopping, uh, but night clubbing. Yeah. In a city where people go, oh, about free. it's got some of the best nightlife you'll ever go to anywhere. It's amazing. Like, absolutely amazing. Like, I am not a big kind of fancy, cool, hip bars, like with like screaming DJ sets and, you know, and, and like white everything. You know, that's not me. No. But when, you, when you're when you invited to go, I, I remember going to the Dubai Sevens one time and went afterwards to, to see that. And I was just like, I was just blown away yeah. by how elegant and how classy and cool everything was. Before we do talk about uh, shopping and, and some of the other places to stay, what what about things to do either with kids or things to kind of get out and about? Yeah, so Wadi World, so there's the water parks, there's lots of things, there's the beaches and, the, and most of the big hotels along the beach have their own beach clubs, but the IMG Worlds of Adventure, so okay, so again, this is the world's biggest indoor theme park. It's the size of 28 American football fields. Okay, it's the basically the largest indoor theme park in the world. It cost a billion dollars when they opened it first. Um, so you've got 20 rides and attractions across these four theme zones. So you've got Marvel, Cartoon Network, Lost Valley Dinosaur Adventure and IMG Boulevard. You've got 28 dining. Mm. Think of a theme park that puts indoors so you can go at any time of the year. Wow. Like any time of the year so it's not like you're not suffering under the kind of Florida humid heat or anything you like often that. see as well on the kind of the advertisements for uh, Dubai you know that are kind of state funded the Dubai tourism mm. ones uh, they'll show people off in Land Rovers in the desert uh, or desert some bad falcon yeah so it's it's one of the big activities of a visit to Dubai or any of the Emirates really mm. is a desert safari and like going out into the Arab Arabian desert and it really is it's you know dreams of Lawrence of Arabia and Wadi Rum and Orens Orens mm. and all that kind of thing <laughs> um, so you go out preferably at sunset because mm. you want to see the sun setting over the dunes um, now not all four wheel drive safaris are the same. A typical tour will give you like, so off-roading through sand dunes. And here's the thing. And I learned to my to my peril that I'm a bit queasy in a car, but I sat in the back seat and it's just like, it really is quite, because you're bouncing up and okay. down. So get, grab the shotgun, sit in the passenger seat. <laughs> okay. um, um, and then you get like everything from falconry to a bit of camel riding, henna painting, belly dancing. You get dinner in the desert. Now, it's all a bit kind of... Contrived, Contri- of course, it's contrived, but but I mean, it's all a bit kind of bland and standard. Okay. Un- there are two exceptions, okay? So, um, the cheaper tours, so the ones that most people they'll go to Al Awir, which is about 35k east of downtown Dubai, Platinum Harris Tours and Arabian Adventures, they're allowed to take visitors into the Dubai Desert Conservation Reserve, and so it's different and it's more spe- it's more beautiful. But they're the only two tour groups that are allowed to go there. So I would, if you wanted, like, like, and then there's sustainability, which is all important in our world. Platinum Heritage have this vintage Land Rover tour that goes into wildlife spotting over damaging dune bashing because rather than, like, I could do without the dune bashing. Yeah, I, thought, I actually like the sound of that, a bit yeah. of wildlife uh, spotting. Uh, shopping. Yeah, well, obviously, look, shopping is duty-free. So it's, you've got the uh, Dubai Mall, which is the world's biggest, 1,300 shops in the Dubai Mall. Also, aha. I'm going to stick to the vintage Land Rover. What I, about the giant? I find shopping malls I know. So overpowering. When, when, you're, when the shopping interests in your parties are away exploring the shops, you can go to a giant aquarium, indoor ice rink. 
there's a genuine dinosaur skeleton. You go skiing. Indoor ah, skiing. I can do those there things. Yeah, I won't even walk into pennies anymore. I just find it just, it's just, Listen, it's just, there's too much happening. They didn't wake up this morning, these people. They figured no, out, awful. like, it's we awful. need to have when the you find yourself, you're, you wake is, up one day and you're middle-aged. Now, the thing is, is that, like, if you want brand label shopping, that's all available. I find, I find duty-free, like, like, I don't know, I'm miserly with my shopping, which is me. Uh, <laughs> but you could spend, you could spend a hundred quid, you could spend a hundred grand. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's really up to yourself. I'm sure it's the same when it comes to accommodation, but where might you recommend? <sighs> oh my God. So from the the most extravagant luxury accommodations you could possibly imagine, like, you know, butler service, Rolls Royce limousines, picking you up at the airport, champagne baths, like literally your imagination is is the only limit for some of the accommodations. But the 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 really the driving the driving force here is mid range accommodation. Mm. Okay, um, so okay, so there's different places you could base yourself. If I had my choice, it's Dubai Creek, which is again, and we mentioned it earlier on. It's kind of that. It's that middle fa- middle section. It's not the Palm. It's not way out on the highway. Um, it's kind of near the kind of city's original core. And so everything you've got, um, lots of different hotels, like lots of chain hotels, lots of mid-range. The boutique guest house is kind of becoming a thing now. Um, the one thing that you have to deal with is is the call to prayer at 4.30 in the morning, the first one, mm. which is both atmospheric, very beautiful, and also after a few days, kind of annoying because you're <laughs> like, no, no, but that's just the way yeah, it is. Of course and it is. It's like, but, but if, you, if you let the muezzin as they intone the, the call to prayer. It's really beautiful and, and it's romantic. And, and again, it casts your mind to, to, to the romance of the desert. Um, the Pam Jumeirah on the other end of town, so on the road way over towards Abu Dhabi, is if you want like swanky hotels, like okay. really, really swanky. I've stayed in one, the, the Jumeirah Zabel Sarai, which is built like an Ottoman palace and it was amazing. Um, the Pam, it's, so it's this man-made island. You've got... Um, like a water park and aquarium. Kim Kardashian stays there. The other middle ground is yeah. downtown Dubai. Okay. And that's great if you want access to the Dubai Mall and things like that. The other one I'm going to say, I know we're kind of out of town, hotel apartments. Yeah. They're the best deal available. All right. I'll stick with uh, the creek or downtown Dubai. We'd be more my price range. Fionn Davenport, a pleasure as always. And we will talk to you again next week. Tuesday Travel on the Hard Shoulder Brought to you by Emirates Taking you to tropical paradise With twice daily flights from Dublin to Dubai and beyond Visit emirates.com